0: what shows
1: okay so like it starts at 10 with you
0: i have not seen that okay (laughs) welcome into the real underrated podcast i'm your host joshua holiday with me as always is mr timothy beckman
1: you know you're a real piece of shit yeah
0: sometimes it makes sense mm. uh welcome back for season two of the real underrated podcast we're starting this off right by not going to see a movie right before Mm -hmm. this
1: i mean i have a hard time calling this season two why? Well, because like I know it is like kind of a season two, but I like, really don't want to... We took wanna, a long break. I don't want to stop. Like, this is more like The Return.
0: Okay, so The Grand Return.
1: The Grand Return. Gotcha. Gotcha.
0: All right, mm-hmm. that sounds good. Yeah. Well, so in the news, so I'm, the first thing I want to talk about is give a huge shout out to one of my favorite directors of all time, uh, Mr. Kevin Smith apparently so it's the library of congress we we're talking about this a little bit earlier but it's the library mm-hmm. of congress that added clerks to the national film registry of what is it top most influential movies of the decade which right. is awesome um mm-hmm. uh, i mean who would have thought that clerks of all of his movies don't get me wrong it is probably the most influential it's the most recognizable
1: I mean, it's an amazing movie given how much money he actually used oh, to yeah. make the movie. No. I, I feel like that's why it's so influential because. Yeah, it, he used nothing. He used it, like a home it video much, camera. It pretty much shows that if you want to make a movie, all you need is a good idea and a passion for it. You don't need money. You don't need all of that. You need the passion to do your job.
0: Well, I just think it's really funny that you have somebody like Kevin Smith, who, you know, at the beginning of his career, you know didn't really have a vision you know he wasn't planning on making the view askew universe and everything right um and then he cast it perfectly in my opinion but most of the cast doesn't like doing those those characters like randall does not or was name jeff anderson doesn't like playing randall right dante wanted to play randall uh and jason muse does a lot of drugs not anymore but you know he's clean now right he's clean now but at the time like None of those guys want to do that thing. They're just like, oh, Kevin Smith's our buddy. We'll we'll do it for him. And look at him. They, they wouldn't be known by anything. You think any of them would have pursued a Hollywood career if it wasn't for Kevin Smith?
1: Probably not. I mean, easily Jason Mewes has the most to thank there, I think.
0: Oh, yeah. He wouldn't have paid for any of his drugs if it, right. <laughs> if it wasn't for Kevin Smith. Um, so, fun fact about Tim. Uh, he is one of those unfortunate souls that doesn't have Disney Plus yet. And very true. So we're five episodes deep of the Mandalorian we, as in me and everybody else. Uh, but Tim got to luckily watch two of the episodes today. Thanks to his buddy, Josh over here. Um, what do you think, man? So like, So far, obviously.
1: I really enjoy it, okay? I I really enjoy... Because I've always been a fan of the extended universe of Star Wars. I loved Mandalorians in general. The idea behind them, their whole entire mythology that they have, it's just fantastic. Don't get me wrong, I still think Boba Fett is one of the most overrated characters to ever exist, but... Well,
0: he's overrated because he didn't do anything. He he is exactly... To the original trilogy as Captain Phasma is to this new one. Right. Does nothing, totally looks agree. cool, does absolutely nothing, and then dies. Right.
1: And I, and like, I have a huge problem with uh, with how they kind of treated Captain Phasma, but we're not on that right now. Um, but talking about The Mandalorian, the thing that I love about the most is the fact that it really feels like it's a Western in space. Like, which, is,
0: which is nice. It's like refreshing.
1: Right. Well, and, and it goes back to the original trilogy because the way that... Star Wars was essentially described to most people was it was a space Western. If you look at four it's not, five and six, it's, it's supposed to be under that kind of guidelines.
0: Well, it just had such a, a grand scale to it where I feel like, uh, especially somebody that's seen five of the episodes, um, that have been released so far, it just feels not more grounded, but smaller scale. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It doesn't have that grand scale of star Wars. Cause like, at least like, unfortunately, especially for the newest trilogy, cause it's gotten the most crap. Right. Right. I mean, I, I don't think the, the prequel trilogy got as, nearly as much, but it could have been, you know, the internet wasn't. I mean, we still had dial-up when episode one came right. out. So it didn't get nearly as much flack. And they're worse movies. I think we both agree on that. Seven and eight have been better than one, two, and three so far. I would agree. Um, but when you have expectations, so you have the first movie, you blow up the Death Star. So what do they do? They build another Death Star. <laughs> right. They didn't have anything grander than that. And then when seven, eight, and nine come out, uh, seven, they have, they're like, oh, that's no Death Star. Look how big it is. And I'm like, okay, so it's a Death Star, but it's a planet. It's right. bigger. Okay, I get it. Um, but so far, you you have to like, you have to go bigger. It's just like the the reviews on the new Jumanji movie, which I can't wait to see. But they said that they had to go like above and beyond what the first one was. Because it's a sequel, they have to make it bigger. They can't right. do smaller scale. That's what's that I think has been a perk for John Favre and the team doing the Mandalorian. They they don't have to have this grand scale. They can do whatever they want. They can just set it set it in the Star Wars universe and be good. Right, which is a cop out. I'm sorry. Like everybody's saying, the Mandalorian is amazing, and seven, eight, and potentially nine are terrible movies. And I'm like, are they though? You know,
1: I mean, because at the end of the day, like. I don't nine. I, I'm I'm super worried about it. Like in real talk, I am extremely worried about how the movie's going to do, and it all has to stem from the fact of how poorly Solo did. Uh,
0: so financially, or just how bad it was of a movie
1: financially speaking, it's the first bomb that Star Wars has ever put out. It is.
0: I don't think. I think it made its money back though, so it's not like a bomb like John Carter was a bomb. It's,
1: it's a bomb in comparison to what Correct, other compared Star to Wars films.
0: Every do. literally every other Star Wars, it's a bomb.
1: And because of that, like it has put so much pressure on Nine that I am extremely worried about what it's going to do. Now it's really refreshing having the Mandalorian come out and seeing that they can appropriately handle Star Wars. You know, like it's just that in the universe. But even from only watching two episodes, I'm. I feel like I'm immersed in that universe. That's fair, but it
0: it does feel like a different place, right? right? Like, yes, it's got the characters that you would normally see in a Star Wars movie, but it, it feels not out of place, but it just feels different. Yeah. Which
1: is fine. I mean, one of the big problems that I have with Star Wars in general is I feel like it glosses over too much of the battles itself.
0: Right. It's like, oh, we need to progress the story of this one character, so fuck everything that you need to see. Right.
1: But like Mandalorian seems like it gets into the nitty gritty of what a day to day is in the world of Star Wars. You know what I mean? Like it goes over the small minutia crap that it has to go through.
0: Well, because well, but it's going through the small minutiae of someone that is part of that guild. Right. That is interesting. Do you want to see a moisture farmer going through his day-to-day?
1: No. No, right? That's what I'm saying. No, but I mean, like, I would also love to have seen, like, if they went more into the battle on Hoth, where, like, you actually follow, like, resistance members, or you go into the whole entire Civil War idea that there is between the Empire and the Rebellion, and actually play out how those characters are developing. Because when you look at the whole entire war between the Rebellion and the Empire, you follow three characters.
0: Right, instead of, instead of seeing like a ground war. Well, I mean, it would be cool if. Oh God, who was it? It wasn't Josh Trank. Who the hell did it? I forgot who directed uh, Edge of Tomorrow, but if they had that, even that kind of thing, not like a you know <laughs> keep of the day kind of thing, right. But just like a a gritty like storming Normandy kind of thing, they never showed that in Star Wars. Like right. you, you, always see the fleets, you see how mass, you know how how much people they have, and you go wow, this shit's going to be awesome. And then it's like, oh, here's Natalie Portman. (laughs) It's like, okay, no, that's not what I want to see.
1: But, and the reason why I'm making this whole entire comparison in the first place is because when I watch The Mandalorian, I think of one series in particular that it reminds me of, and that's Firefly.
0: Obviously, that's the easiest comparison. Right.
1: And in Firefly, they actually went into the mindset of the people that fought in the war, fought and had to live on with losing the war. I really wish like and I feel like Mandalorian has the opportunity to show how it was after the Empire fell and how people were changing and how everything was just becoming the Wild West again because there was nothing overarching. You know what I mean? Like I really like how they're doing that. I That's just want like, them to go more into like any like ex-rebellion people that fought in the war and how they are being. Right, like, like
0: I've seen some shit, man. Right. I've seen some shit. Well, yeah. I mean, they they kind of uh, even in the first episode, he's like, "Those are Imperial credits," and I'm like, "Oh, right. okay, yeah." So it's it's touching on on base that the the fact that the um, the Empire is no longer. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 a nice refresher. It's not. I don't know. I like the the filler stuff. I mean, who didn't like Rogue One? Like, and, and don't get me wrong. Right. I don't like what is her name, Jen Erso. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't even like the characters in it. Besides, uh, the blind guy was badass, and then his buddy. I don't don't remember any of the anybody's name. Right. But Rogue One itself as a movie, like it showed the nitty gritty. Mm-hmm. It was a little fast because it's a movie. That's where another thing that I think the Mandalorian gets the advantage is that it's a show. It can show it over time. It doesn't have to rush itself. It doesn't have a two-hour window where it goes, okay, these are our two hours that we have to explain everything. Also, introduce love interest and, and you know, do all this other stuff. So it, it does get an advantage in that point.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I really like the fact that it's a show. I like the fact that it's a good show.
0: See, and I, I, and I'm going to say this. And I'm probably going to eat my words after the next few episodes come out and go into the end. But I just don't see an overarching plot to the show so far. So you have the Mandalorian, all right? He's obsessed with Baby Yoda. Like, he's like, okay, this kid's special. I need to protect him at all costs, regardless that if I'm a bounty hunter or not. Okay, that's fine. So you have you have your story set up. You have your hero, all right? But there's no... I don't know, like you'll you'll get to see in the third episode a little bit more of his guild. Um, and then you see him help out some people in the fourth episode and you just don't see the drive <laughs> because, excuse you. Sorry. <laughs> um, so you see at some points little things that you're like, okay, if he could just branch off that way, it'd be great. And then it doesn't. It right. just, uh, we have to leave here now because Baby Yoda's in danger. I'm like, okay, what's the what's the end game here? <laughs> you know? I'm, I feel like five episodes in because like the boys was more direct, you know?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, the boys had its goal right off the bat. I mean, and, and it's, and it's cool that we're talking about this because like, if you guys caught the intro, I was reading, all, I was talking about a list that, uh, IMDB just came out of the top 10, uh, shows of this year. i uh, out of your opinion. Was the boys on there. The boys was on that list. Number one. No, really, really. It, at, at, in your opinion, what was the best show that came out this year?
0: Um, Give me a top three. Well, I'm trying to think of what came out this year. Okay. Brand new came out this year, so you have the no, boys. No, not,
1: not necessarily brand new.
0: Oh, it can be like second, third season. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, like best television that came out this year.
0: Well, see, my mind is skewed because I like comedies over anything. But if I had to pick number one, it's The Boys. Uh, number two is Brooklyn Nine Nine going over to NBC. Um, number three, and The Boys really screwed this one over for me. But The Umbrella Academy, I thought was really good. Um, I don't think I've seen any too, too many shows. You're probably going to name someone and be like, Oh yeah, I've seen that's really good.
1: Me personally.
0: Yeah. What else has come out this year?
1: Um, what else came out this year? I mean, Superstore had another season, but I mean, I really wouldn't count that. So, so yeah, so
0: it's not finished yet. It finishes next, next year. And I'm like, come on. And I really didn't like the way Mateo came back. I really, I liked our idea of Mateo coming back. Um, it made more sense. You know, like he goes back and like, he actually is targeted by Detierte, So he has yeah. to, he has to come back. He gets to be a refugee. You know, it was, you know, it was fine, but it's a comedy. So it's not going to be too deep. You know what I mean? How many comedies go deep besides like scrubs? You yeah. Know? <laughs> you know, there, there's very few comedies that are pure at their heart. Comedic shows that are willing to go as emotionally deep as scrubs.
1: Well, usually when it comes to the comedic shows, they go emotionally deep in like, one relationship they they explore a relationship completely i feel like usually it's a love story or some 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 way just like how the office explored jim and pam parks now, and don't, rec no
0: you're not allowed to bring up the office if you don't like it
1: <laughs> park parks and rec had uh leslie and ann like leslie that, and ann leslie yeah. and ben no no leslie and ann was the core of that show
0: <laughs> i don't know about that I, I i could argue uh that it would be uh april ludgate or uh snake juice, Miss Snake Juice. I would <laughs> Janet Snake Juice. <laughs> snake hole. Oh, is it Snake Hole? Yeah. Damn it. Janet snake hole. Yeah, it makes me look like I'm not even a fan right. of the show. I know, right? And, and Bert Macklin. Right. Did I mess that one up?
1: No. I'm Kip. Yep. Hackman. Yep. Yeah.
0: Why wouldn't he have the same la- last name? Shut, Shut up, up, Kyle.
1: Um no. Uh I would argue that the most emotional the most emotional episode of that entire show is when Anne left. Because um, that was the core of the show was Leslie and Anne.
0: Yeah, I mean that's fair. I mean she does come back in season seven, but yeah, and she's so yeah. I guess I guess so. I mean episode
1: well, one is about their their friendship starting.
0: I mean if you're if you're fair about it, then it could also be Leslie and Ron, possibly. You know, yeah. Because they they have they they're good all the way through, and then and, and season their, seven they, and they have to break down, and they have their to
1: episode keep... seven or their season seven episode is one of my favorite episodes ever, and arguably one of the most <laughs> emotional <laughs> most. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and he's wearing Craig's clothes this
1: is a fantastic (laughs) show but we're talking about a show that happened that happened way too long (laughs) ago (laughs) we're talking about
0: 2019's top shows and we're talking about a show that ended three years ago
1: (laughs) but it's usually a comedy and it's become the norm that it explores one relationship truly deeply or at least one character and all their relationships that they have Scrubs, on the other hand, explored like a lot of heartbreak in just different ways. Death was just such a big part of that show that it had to go dark.
0: R.I.P. Brendan Fraser.
1: Right. I mean, one of the saddest episodes, hands down. Like,
0: Yeah, but his episodes in general were really good.
1: Yeah, because... He's great. He's great. Brendan yeah. Fraser's amazing.
0: Yeah, he keeps taking shit roles. And-
1: um, on the list, number one was Game of Thrones.
0: Uh, yeah, I get... Well, see, that... Does that count? Because I think unanimously Game of Thrones fans hated the last season.
1: I, I, would, I would agree.
0: So wouldn't that be this year? No other seasons came out this year, right? Like no, it's,
1: it was the only season that came out this year. A lot of people <laughs> hated it, but it was probably one of the most watched shows by Oh, for sure. anybody. I, I
0: have uh, uh, several friends that have tried to get me to watch it, and I'm like, listen, that's like you know if, if I had never watched The League, and then I caught a snippet of season seven of The League... Then I'd go, you're fucking crazy. I'm never watching this show. It's the same thing with Game of Thrones. I saw so many people cry out on Facebook how terrible the last season was. It's like, why am I going to invest my time in a good? Sh- I'm not saying it's a bad show. I'm saying that <coughs> the first few seasons may be amazing, but when you bomb it in the last uh, the last season, it's like, what's the point? You know, right. there's no end game to it.
1: You know, and that's kind of how I feel. Like, so I and, lo- and
0: you don't need a happy ending. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying nobody was happy with the ending.
1: I happen to live with two people that love the show, love Game of Thrones, and they really hated the last three episodes of that show.
0: That's it. Just the last three.
1: Well, yeah, and and uh, if you look online and you actually look at the reviews, like on IMDb, the last three episodes are like dog shit. Like rated <laughs> just terrible. They're terribly rated. The rest of the season is okay. It's about that point where they break the wall or some some shit i don't know, yeah I, know yeah I don't
0: know i don't sorry for any game of thrones fans we're, we're we don't watch game of thrones i i heard it's got lots of boobs in it so you know yeah. <laughs> that's I'm, the only reason i was interested i was like oh cool
1: i watched majority of the first season and that's about it and does it, sean bean die i believe he dies at the end of the season one. <laughs> oh wait is know. he in the show sean bean yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, he mm-hmm. has to
1: die if he's in the show. Yeah.
0: If it, you guys don't know, Sean Bean is a uh, infamous actor who supposed like for some reason his characters always die
1: except for one.
0: Lord of the Rings, he died. James Bond, he died.
1: There's supposed to be one that he didn't that he die. Didn't he didn't die. He died in Equilibrium. He got shot at the very beginning so, of it. And,
0: so, so what do you have that he doesn't die? I don't remember. Okay, uh, I'll, I'll Google it real quick. You keep talking about uh, your your top ten. Um. Shows so anyway, this, number two on the list, or not was, your top ten shows, I'm right. Movies.
1: Well, I mean, my, my number one show of the year was the boys hands down was easily the best show I watched all year long. I mean,
0: I mean, it was just so above and beyond. And I think it, it, it is, I don't know, man, it's, it's weird because it is good, Mm -hmm. but it was just so out of left field. Like I didn't expect it. Right. And the way they explained superheroes was so different. It was kind of like the last of us, the video game Their um, their explanation for zombies, made real world sense same thing with this show it's like oh that you know that that could actually happen but it seems more plausible that that's how superheroes get their powers instead of just being born super right. so i thought it was really neat no. um real quick so he didn't die in several movies uh he survives at the end of troy and both silent hill movies and percy jackson lightning thief wow and national treasure
1: he gets arrested, that's right.
0: Yeah, so he doesn't no, die. I mean, he could die, just off-screen, yeah. off-screen death.
1: Right. <laughs> he got killed in prison. Well, so anyway, on the list, the top ten, the boys came in fifth.
0: And fifth. So let's start from five, so okay, and let's work our way up. So five was the boys. What's number four?
1: Honorable mention on here, which I really did enjoy, at number six was Black Mirror. Black Mirror was fantastic. I really enjoyed it. But
0: isn't each season completely different? Yeah. But is it... So I don't know anything about it. The only Black Mirror that I ever, quote unquote, watched was the interactive one. Because I was like, oh, that sounds cool. And then I I played like, I don't know, 20 minutes worth. And I was like, I'm bored of this. This is stupid. I didn't care about that character. So it was dumb. It was a cool idea.
1: The show, I mean, to anybody who hasn't watched it, if you're into psychological thrillers at all, this this is the show for you. It just explores such depths of just horror and just... But is You're it really like
0: American Horror Story where it has a different theme or is it like completely different everything? Like it like tries to redefine horror each time it comes out.
1: It it, it tackles something else like each time. Like, and it, and it explores... It's hard to explain. It just explores like every facet that it possibly can. Like it really so evolves. So not- but it's not.
0: it's not like American horror story where it's like, oh, look, here's people in a circus being crazy. Oh, look, here's a crazy house. Oh, look, here's this. You know, what I mean?
1: right. No, it's not like that. Here's a cult. <laughs> I mean, you kind of get to some of that stuff, but it, just check it out like and the ghost anybody listening, if you haven't seen it. So I should watch it. You should give it a chance. I, I think Sarah would absolutely love that show.
0: I'm, I'm sure Sarah has better taste than me when it comes to, to dramas. Mm-hmm. Um we were watching American Horror Story, and I actually really liked two of the seasons. Freak Show was a really, really great. Um, I forget what the other one's called. I think it's Cult, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but it was basically like a hard, hardcore, conservative dude that, like, he really wasn't, but he was trying to create a cult and got all these people. It was weird, man. Uh, Evan Peters is a fucking badass. Mm-hmm.
1: So anyway, <laughs> at five, I know I'm so sorry. I keep derailing you. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> Five was the boys. So at four, and it makes sense to me why it's at four, but I don't agree with it being at four because I don't think anything was better than the boys this year. At four was the Umbrella Academy.
0: Okay. So Umbrella Academy was in my top five for this year until the boys came out. Right. (laughs) Because I was like, wow, Netflix did a really good job, but... I will say, and if you haven't seen the spoiler alert, but I will say, I saw the ending coming with Ellen Page. Yeah, um, that's not really a spoiler, but I I'm saw right. the, I saw the ending coming. Like, I want to say like two or three episodes in when they like hinted it, it, at it was very obvious. Right, I was just like, oh, this is this is going to be a horrible reveal. To
1: be fair, like I didn't know if that was going to be like a much later, like down the road thing. I didn't right. think it was going to be season finale reveal, but which I, is
0: I don't know where they go from here because is season two going to be kids? You know I no what I mean? Idea. They yeah. hint that that's what they hint at at the end of season one. You're like, oh shit, <laughs> they might all be
1: children. But it makes sense a little bit to me that it's that it's at number four, mostly because it's IMDb, so it's probably whatever's highest rated for this year. Oh yeah, that's, that's on right. there.
0: It's not actually somebody going through there and going, oh yeah, I like this show better. It's, right. it's just like this is what people like better, <laughs>
1: right? And I can only assume that it was higher rated because a it's more it wasn't easily accessible. It was easily accessible, but b it was not as gory as what the boys was. Yeah, and I feel like that to more audiences was a little bit more easy to take. Yeah. No,
0: I get it. Um, Sarah's friend, Alyssa would probably enjoy umbrella Academy way more than she would like the boys.
1: Probably. And that's why I think the boys uh, is very graphic. Yeah. But in my opinion, I really love the boys the way they do it. And I, that's why I think it was number one this year personally to me. However, Umbrella Academy beat them out.
0: So if the boys is number five, Umbrella Academy is number four, what is number three?
1: Number three is another Netflix show that was Stranger Things. Uh,
0: I just can't get into it. I'm not I
1: can't either, man. I totally feel you. It's not not for me.
0: Well, I'm not gonna hate on the show because I think the show makes sense. Like I actually really like the premise of the show. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh man, this is gonna be great. Winona Ryder? Hell yeah. And you know, Noona Writer's not the main character at all. Mm-hmm. But I was like, okay, let me check this out. And then I, w- I think I watched like one or two episodes and I was like, it, it didn't catch me. You know what I mean? Like Mandalorian, for example, is a slower paced show. Mm-hmm. But within the very first scene, it, it grabs your attention. Right. And as soon as he walks into that cantina, you're like, okay, this is going to be badass. Um, with Stranger Things, it just didn't grab me. And I'm not a huge, huge fan on ensemble children things. Like IT Chapter 1... I thought was phenomenal, right? And it was all kids. It Chapter 2, and I think we've talked about this before. I don't know if we have. It Chapter 2 bored bored me to death. Like, I was so bored. The only saving grace was Bill Hader, and people overhyped that even because, like, people were like, oh, my God, this is Bill Hader, Oscar-worthy performance. And I was like, he was just being Bill Hader, man. <laughs> like, I don't mm. understand. But, uh, like, the Goonies, I don't like the Goonies. Don't care for it. Um, so, Stranger Things just wasn't up up my alley
1: i mean super eight would be one that super 8 i really enjoyed great, yeah, yeah. yeah uh,
0: I, I like jj J. abrams so
1: right <laughs>
0: pretty much anything he puts out i don't care if it's kids adults elderly people
1: but i mean it's just something with stranger things like don't get me wrong i get it everybody tells me i just need to give it a chance but you know not but not you every, don't want to right not everything's for everybody no i've tried i have tried to watch the show and it's just, just like, nope it's just as soon as i start it i'll i'll put it down like i'll watch two episodes then i'll come back to Netflix and I'm like, what the fuck else is here? Yeah.
0: I I agree. There's, there's so many other things that you can, you can check out at any given time. It's right at your fingertips. I rather, I
1: rather view content that I actually enjoy rather than forcing myself to watch content that that everybody else enjoys. You know what I mean?
0: Well, and and Netflix is a weird beast because they've had so many hits and so many misses. So um, uh, F is for family. I'm a huge Bill Burr fan. You know that. Mm -hmm. And the first season caught me so off guard i was like wow this is great and then i think they've made two more seasons since then i watched part of season two and i was i was bored to tears so i don't know what it is it's not just like you have to grab your audience's attention and some netflix shows just do it and some don't like for certain people you know everybody's different mm-hmm. so like stranger things just wasn't one of those shows for me man
1: so anyway at number what, two. what
0: season was it does it show what season um, I'm I sure think it's like I, season
1: three Or something like that I'm sure if I looked at it I gotta go back Sorry No you're good man Technical difficulties <laughs> Anyway And number two <clears throat> I can't speak Number two was an HBO show Called Chernobyl
0: Oh I totally forgot about Chernobyl mm-hmm. that, mo- that, sh- I love, love that movie That show is phenomenal So mm-hmm. yeah So if I go back And rearrange my list It'd probably be The boys Chernobyl Cause um God, I can't remember his name. Will you bring up the guy's name, the redheaded guy?
1: Yeah, we'll in one second. So it was season four of Stranger Things this year.
0: Was season four. Damn, there's already four seasons of that? Aren't yeah. those kids grown ass adults by now? <laughs> I'm trying to think. Let me see.
1: You're talking about the main actor?
0: Uh the guy that yes, the the main actor.
1: Jared Harris.
0: Yeah, he. So the only thing I had seen him in before, and I might have seen him in other things as small things, but the only things I I know him for was uh, in Mister Deeds. He was he was Winona Ryder's boss. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Winona Ryder for (laughs) two things in a row. But he was her boss, um, and he you know he was a funny guy. And I was like, okay. So so as soon as I started watching it, I was like, oh, I know him. And then as the show just progressed, like his acting was just brilliant like i actually felt like he was the scientist that was like scared for his life like you know and like you know some people just can't pull it off right like if jamie kennedy was in the movie <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> we can't just shit on jamie kennedy every chance we get you know
0: oh absolutely we can no, I, I, guess that so. guy, I, I just don't get it like if, if i ever went to a casting director and they go you just don't have it man i'm like listen here motherfucker if jamie kennedy <laughs> yeah. can be in movies i can too all right <laughs> trust in me
1: that's how you get the job, right there. Just <laughs> shit on Jamie Kennedy.
0: Oh, I, I, you know, it, with my luck, it would be like Jamie Kennedy's fucking cousin or something <laughs> like that. I'd <laughs> be so screwed. That's my cousin, man. Yeah, I'd be like that's my cousin, man. <laughs> but I feel you. You're hired. <laughs> that's how good I'd be. Uh, what, what, are you, what do you
1: got for number one? Number one was Game of Thrones. Oh, that's we, right. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we, we, we already hit number there. one.
0: Yeah. So, what's the other
1: part of the list? Um, that's it. Okay, so, 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 well, wait, wait, The Walking wait. Dead was on there at number seven.
0: Oh, so the list is bullshit. The list is complete bullshit, it was, yeah. so it should be Boys or Chernobyl is number one, mm-hmm. uh, cause like, and, and Chernobyl is one of those, those shows. There are some people, and I think I've turned people onto it, and they didn't like it, so there's some people that aren't going to like that kind of show, because it is historical fact, and they tried to be factual, uh, but you know they were overly dramatic about certain things, but it was based in reality. So it's very slow and there's nothing crazy happening at any given time. Mm -hmm. Like you have the explosion and then you have people talking about the explosion and then you have people dying from the explosion. Like that's the basis of the the show.
1: That's the whole thing right there.
0: But it's, it's a character driven narrative, which I appreciate. There's some things that, you know, I don't need character driven narrative. I'm watching power Rangers. I don't need character driven narrative Uh, dread. You know what I mean? Like that movie is great. We both agree that it's a great action movie. But is it character driven? Hell no. We don't know anything about dread by the end of the movie. Mm-mm. You know, you'd have to read the comic books to learn anything about dread. Right. Dread is very similar to a Mandalorian though. He never takes off his helmet. <laughs> it's Maybe part of his. The uh, and no, it's the original one though.
1: Yeah. Who took off his helmet. Yeah. All the time.
0: In... <laughs> and had blue contacts for some reason. It's
1: Man. It's a dumbass movie.
0: Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Big, um, oh, Big Mouth. No, Big Mouth is another show I'd have up there.
1: So, I was actually going to talk about that. So, animated shows, actually, there were a few good ones this year that I really enjoyed.
0: F is for, I mean, not F is for him. God damn it. Big Mouth. Big Mouth. Big
1: Mouth season three. They did an amazing job. Oh, yeah. Love season three.
0: I think season three is the best so far. You don't think so?
1: I I really love season one still.
0: Okay, Uh, I I think it's on par. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, it's not like, holy shit, this is so much better than season one or season two. It's just like, fuck, man, they just keep doing it, man. They're just killing it. Nick Kroll is one of the funniest men alive.
1: They did a fantastic job with it. I mean, I was really into this season, though. Like, once I started it, I couldn't put it down.
0: So you have that. What other animated shows? You do, do not say like The Simpsons or some shit.
1: Well, The Simpsons was great this year. Uh, no. Yeah, uh, yeah, I
0: got bought out by Disney. Yeah. That I will say that um, as much as I don't care about The Simpsons, I don't hate them. Uh, but I will say I appreciate their video saying that they had been acquired by Disney. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, Bart, see the line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he's sitting there poking at him, and he had to put on the stupid uh, <laughs> uh, Mickey Mouse ears. I was like, that's funny. That's, nah. that's a good comedy right there. And I do say I will say I like the Simpsons movie. The show itself, I just don't care about. Like when I was a kid, I really liked the Halloween episodes, but that's all I can remember from that See, show.
1: I, I used to watch the show every single week, and then as soon as I stopped, like it's just so hard to get back to it.
0: You just don't. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't, I just don't care. When I was a kid, I remember, so I remember all the Halloween episodes, right? Mm-hmm. And then I remember, and it could have been a Halloween episode, I'm not sure, but when Homer is like a 3D character in real life, like he gets transported to the fourth dimension, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, or is it the third dimension? And he becomes to us. You know what I'm talking about?
1: It was the third dimension.
0: Is it? Yeah, okay. So he becomes part of the third dimension. And he's like walking around like New York City. And I was like, what the fuck?
2: Yeah. Like I'm, that
0: was cool as a kid. I was like, that's really cool. But if we're talking about like all time, I'm trying to think. Uh, so just this year. So we have we have um, Big Mouth. We have, what other animated shows? What, what else did we say? We just shit on The Simpsons
1: real quick. Yeah, you shit on The Simpsons real quick. I am trying to... South remember.
0: Park, like season 27 or something.
1: <laughs> South Park's still doing its shit, man.
0: Man, I just, you know, and I, I just feel like an old person. I hate on everything now, I swear. But I used to love South Park. And I remember the last season that I watched that I, I thoroughly enjoyed was back in, what, 2007 when the Wii came out? Uh, when Cartman was waiting on the Wii and then he went to the future and there was no Wii or TV or anything like that. And then he goes back to the past and he's so happy. He goes, it's okay. I can wait two weeks for the Wii to come out. i like, but honey, the Wii doesn't come out for four months. And he's like, no, no. <laughs> like, I thought that was funny. Um, but I haven't watched it. The only thing I've done of South Park was I played the two games. Well, we both played the two games and they were pretty fucking fantastic if you ask me. Yeah. Sorry, Tim is looking up something. <laughs> He's so I've just been trying to fill in here while Tim is looking something up. What are you looking up, Tim? The top animated movies this year? No. Can't do it without a list.
1: Nope. <laughs> there was a animated show that came out this year on Hulu. That was a Hulu original that I really liked and I'm trying to remember the name of it. I saw it earlier this year. What
0: was it that came out last year? Disenchantment? I didn't like that show. I didn't either. I was really disappointed with that because it looked like Futurama and I was like, fuck yeah, I can deal with some more Futurama. And then I watched it and I was like, oh, this is like a worse Simpsons. (laughs) This is not good. I don't think it got a season two. It might have. I can't
1: find it. No, the other animated show that I knew I was going to talk about was Rick and Morty. Um, I know you're not a huge fan. But
0: yeah, again, being the going back to the old person thing, I just feel like I hate everything. And I, I don't hate Rick and Morty for the show itself. I hate it for, it for the fans. The fans yeah, right. and
1: I get that. But so this year, it's only come out with five episodes for the season. And I don't know how much more it's going to actually do because they just announced doing a mini season. Um, but these five episodes that they've done have been solid. They have been a solid five.
0: Among the best or no? Not really.
1: If, if, it's, if this is just the season, this is literally the best season I've seen. Two of, the show, two of the episodes I would put down as probably my favorite episodes right now. I always love, every single season of Rick and Morty, I love the season premiere. Season four premiere was fantastic. They did an amazing job. Is they, the
0: premiere just like above and beyond everything else?
1: It, it, it's just always their best idea. That's debatable because you, <laughs> I'm sure you know. I like pic-
0: it. The, the, it sucks that we're not doing a video because, like, the look on your face. Because, like, immediately after you said it's their best idea, and they go, Wait, no. <laughs> like,
1: well, the reason why I say wait, no is because usually the season finale is really good as well. But, debatably speaking, and most Rick and Morty fans would say it because you know it, you know, Pickle Rick, yeah. So, Pickle Rick was episode three of season three, okay. And it's probably its best episode because of how many people were behind it.
0: It's probably its most popular episode, probably. not technically its best episode. I don't know. Danny
1: Trejo's in it, so, I mean, it's pretty good. Well,
0: I'm trying to think. Is like uh, one of the other episodes that I watched was, uh, I don't remember what happened. Somehow Rick was working on a project, and Morty walks in there. He's in the garage. And then all of a sudden it splits to two, and it's two different realities. Yeah. And then it splits. And that, splits that's and season splits.
1: two premiere. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That, that show was pretty dope. That, that was actually my favorite episode well, up until I, season four came out.
0: I like the the idea behind it. Again, mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with Rick and Morty itself. So um, maybe in a few years, after all the hype's gone down, I can go back and watch it and go, cool, I'm never going to buy any merch. Because everybody like that I see, anytime I see somebody with a Rick and Morty T-shirt, <clears throat> God, you're dying over here. Mm-hmm. Anytime I see somebody with a Rick and Morty T-shirt, I think they are the same people that wear the Cookie Monster pajama pants inside of Walmart. You know what I mean? Like those are the same people. No, no,
1: no I agree with you. But the thing that I and I think you would honestly love uh, the beginning of season four because it plays off of two things. One thing, like, like it goes on Rick's story and it goes on a Morty story. Morty's trying to achieve a goal because he has a crystal that oh
0: yeah lodged in his head. I saw the the commercial yeah, for it
1: that can pretty much tell him how he's gonna die. Oh okay, and he's, I didn't know that, and he, and he's trying to get to a death where he's he dies next to the love of his life Jessica. Because he sees Jessica holding his hand saying, Morty, I will always love you. So he's trying to get to that point. He's trying to get that. So he's just following the crystal to whatever it needs to be done to get to that point. So tell me
0: this. Does he get to that point and then realize it's not in the right context? Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) Because I feel like... see, and So the way it's revealed at the very end of it, at the very end of the episode, you have to wait past the credits. But Jessica comes out and she says, I really want to work in a hospice. Just so I can be there when people die and tell and them I, and that look I love them, them, and tell them I love them. And <laughs> he hears it, and he's just like super pissed about it. It was hilarious. So you you you
0: think someone like me, being a huge fan of Back to the Future, would love Rick and Morty since it's kind of <laughs> based on those characters? Yeah. I just man, I wish maybe maybe one day we can just sit down and watch like a season of it. I'm down, dude. It, you know, it might be Sarah, man. Sarah's been tainting me over the past three years. Happy anniversary, babe. Uh, but over the past three years... Don't act
1: like she listens to this.
0: She might, man. I mean, if she listens to the 35-minute mark. I mean,
1: then... Alyssa might listen to it. What's up, Melissa? You say Melissa? I'm sorry. E-Lyssa. I am sorry I can't. i can not speak at all right now. <laughs> no, it's cool, man. Uh, I well, can't if believe Alyssa, I made it this far. <laughs> if, if
0: Alyssa listens to it, she can tell Sarah, happy anniversary. But yeah. uh, she's tainted my brain because... Um, Oh, but I did. I know you, you also don't like friends, right?
1: It's okay. That's okay. not like a favorite show of mine. Okay.
0: But you understand like the cultural significance of it. Mm-hmm. Sarah was like, I don't understand why anybody likes it. This is a stupid show, blah, blah. The other day, uh, I don't know if I wasn't feeling too well or whatever. So she, she said, put whatever on the sh- on the TV. Well, friends is going to get taken off of Netflix next year. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Oh, let me go through friends. So I put on the first episode and, she I could see her like she's sitting around on her phone and I kept looking at her and she her eyes would peer over her phone to the TV. And I was like, she's watching it. <laughs> so I, I ended up watching like four or five episodes. And then it was right before we we're going to sleep. So she ended up changing it. Uh, she goes, hey, can I change it so I can go to sleep? Because we listen to the TV as we go to sleep. And I was like, yeah, cool. And then she goes, uh, you know, like five minutes after she was like, you know, as much as I don't like that show and I still don't. It had some funny moments. (laughs) I was like, yes, that's all I need to hear. That's all I needed to hear. Um, You know, and and I appreciated that. She just, she can't stand laugh tracks. And now I'm more uh, uh, aware of laugh tracks. So like I was Mm -hmm. watching that 70s show and I was like, God damn it. (laughs) Like it would be a long pause before, you know, a character would say something funny. People would be laughing and there'd just be this long pause where everybody's literally just standing in that room, staring at each other, waiting for the next person to say the line. I'm like, fuck, man, this is hard.
1: I mean, but that's a, that's the style. Like, yeah, and, and you have to appreciate that kind of style.
0: Well, it just doesn't have a place in today's world anymore. Like it made sense back in the day. But you think they would have phased that out by now. And I appreciate um, God, who is it? Uh, Michael Schur and his crew, I don't know who that was, you know, the office, parks and rec, stuff like mm-hmm. that, that, you know, went a different direction for the shows, didn't re- rely on a laugh track. And it seems like more and more shows are doing that because some things, the laugh tracks make it like that much worse. Like, um, how I met your mother, I have not rewatched because I cannot, like, first off, I can't stand Ted. Ted is the Ross of that situation. He's just the most boring character. Why is it about him? You know? I'm sorry. Well, I know you really like that show,
1: mm-hmm. like a lot. Like I used to. I mean,
0: <laughs> that last episode really pissed off Tim. Mm-hmm. What the last season, right?
1: No, it wasn't the last season what, because what they lost spent- you. Well, they spent the entire last season to get you to fall in love with the mother, only kill her off in the last episode. And it's just like... So it
0: was the last episode. I couldn't man. remember if it was like the last season, like it started out and it was just like, well, she's
1: dead. It, it's My <laughs> my big problem with it is the fact that you fall in love with Kristen Milioti. You character. fell in love with Kristen Milioti. Yeah, I know. I'm still in love with her to this day. But, you know... Everybody
0: else already loved Robin. All right? Right. You were the only person that was like, oh, Kristen Milioti. I'm sorry. <laughs> on the screen.
1: But anyway, it's just like that, that show had its time and place. Same way I feel about Friends. That, sh- that show had its time and place, and I have a hard time rewatching it now because of how dated it already is.
0: Well, I, I can say, I, I see what you're talking about, but How I Met Your Mother is literally titled How I Met Your Mother. Mm-hmm. So the whole show, the entire thing, is based around the fact that Ted's trying to lead his kids up to the point where he met his their mother, mm-hmm. and then for some reason, like the show should be called "How I Want to Ask You If I Can Fuck Your Aunt," which is weird, right? Um, but um, with Friends, it's not like that. You have several relationships throughout the entire show. Um, I I feel like Friends ended on a good note. The only people I don't think should have ended up together, Ross and Rachel, because Ross I is a fucking completely idiot. agree. But like that 70s show, everyone ended up with the wrong people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, how did Fez end up with Jackie? How did that happen? Like of all the relationships that happened between the friends, and it, it's always and I I love these shows, don't get me wrong, but you always get these weird relationships. Like if if you know me, you, Cassio, Chappie were in a room, right? And we had one female friend that female friend is not going to be passed around like a blunt, right. right? Like I don't understand how in these shows where it's like, Oh, Ross isn't dating Rachel anymore. I guess you can date Joey now, you know? And it's, it's just odd to me that they, they did that kind of thing. Cause uh, at one time Barney married
1: Robin, right? That's what season nine's about is their marriage. Yeah. They're their, their wedding.
0: I'm sorry. I don't remember that show that mm-hmm. that much. I remember one episode where Ted actually acted. What's his name? Josh. Uh, Josh uh, Josh Radner or Josh Radner killed it in that one episode where he's at the door
1: with a time travel yes yeah.
0: beautiful absolutely gorgeous oh yeah
1: it's one of my favorite episodes and there's so much about that show that I do enjoy especially early if you like oh, sorry <laughs> the first three or four seasons of that show are great I love them to death once we hit season five it starts to draw out <laughs> about six like that's where you kind of like lose the interest and then seven and eight are really just that you're you're just waiting for like a good episode to magically appear.
0: And <laughs> they're just there to wrap it up.
1: And then season 9 is really good. It just it has a real shitty ending.
0: Well, see, and I feel like that's where a lot of shows that's what happens. They have a great idea. They said, "Hey, we have a great idea for a show that can last 3 seasons." And the studio goes, "Great, let's hear it." And then they put out a pilot episode. They do everything. And then they get to that third season like, "Okay, Ready to finish it off? And they go, no, we're going to sign you for three more seasons, so you better go write your ass off. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then you get these shows that are long and drawn out for no reason. Because I I honestly feel, and I don't know this because I'm not inside their brains, but I honestly feel like Nick Kroll and his whole crew sabotaged season (laughs) seven of the league on purpose to say, like, fuck you to the studios. Because season seven was so different and so bad that Mm -hmm. there's no way that those funny guys did any of that. And I don't know who the writers were on that show, but I'm sure Nick Kroll had a big influence on that show. Uh, it seems like his, his kind of comedy.
1: If not him, Mark Duplass would be right. One. Yeah. That's I what mean, I'm saying.
0: Like, but you have these funny guys on there and then they just ruined it. So I feel like that kind of thing happens with these other shows, uh, like game of Thrones, actually game of Thrones was all written out for them. Except for the last couple of seasons, right? Like the last two seasons. And yeah, then they did the, good. They got ahead of the book. Right. And then they, yeah, shame on them, mm-hmm. but they did good with the previous season, but then, these writers who don't know anything about anything, apparently, um, you know, just took it in a completely different direction and were like, oh, we're going to finish this off our way, which is the bad way. It, it's just like how I feel like with George Lucas. He fell as backwards into episode four and he was like, wow, people really like my Star Wars movie. And then his friends were like, oh, you know what? This is pretty good. We're going to help you make the next two. And he goes, cool. And then 20 years later, he goes, ah, I've written and I'm gonna be directing the next three of these and they're gonna be wonderful. People are gonna love my new character, Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like no,
1: I get it. I mean I don't know how we got here from how Sarah taints you, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, no. What does she do to me? She tainted no, 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 you. I'm just messing with you.
1: But I agree that he kind of felt asked backwards into it, but at the same time, like, you can't deny that George Lucas was coming up with some of the best concepts out there. I mean, Indiana Jones itself as a franchise was amazing.
0: Was that George Lucas?
1: Yeah, there was George Lucas and Steven Spielberg.
0: I didn't know George Lucas helped with anything on that.
1: Yeah. And He's- then Willow was his other one that he did.
0: Oh, I love Willow. <laughs> Mad Mardigan, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, I think so. Here's my thing. I don't hate George Lucas because he gave us Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I will forever be grateful to George Lucas for that. But I think he's an ideas guy. He shouldn't be final say guy, you know? So there's, there's people that you give, you know, if you're the final say guy, because you'd be a good final say guy. Cause you can say no. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm the idea guy and I'm sitting here like, Hey, so there's this character I really like. All right, he's really clumsy and he's really stupid and I want him to be in my new movie and his name's Jar Jar Binks. You'd go, no, George, that's not fucking happening. <laughs> and then I'd be like, oh, well, it's just an idea. Here's another idea, a really cool bounty hunter. And you go, okay, let me hear about that. <laughs> you know, But if uh, I'm the final say guy and you're the idea guy and you go, hey, man um so i was thinking about like maybe making it more of a kid's movie and i'd be like oh that sounds wonderful Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know and like yeah but but like we can sell more toys and make more money and i'm like yeah that sounds awesome Uh, what what do you got in mind and then you say so there's this really dark and gritty character jar jar binks that's going to be an evil sith lord and i go well let's make him a kid-friendly kind of guy and you know make him say stupid stuff and you go well i wasn't really going on no let's run with it (laughs) you know what i mean i don't know man Like, and i also feel like uh God, we got way off, man. I'm so sorry. But I, I feel like that that happens in a, in a lot of the shows, that that they they kind of just get off track and they just run with it because it still has somewhat good ratings. I'm still worried about Brooklyn Nine-Nine and Superstore because the ratings have slowly been going down. I hope that they can be saved because they're both wonderful
1: shows. Well, you see, my, my thing with... Um, the thing that I really enjoy about those two shows is I don't know what ending they're going for.
0: See, I don't think they have an ending in mind because they're popular enough and they're not
1: because I assume the ending of Brooklyn nine, nine is when Holt becomes commissioner.
0: I don't know if that's the ending, man. I just, I don't think they've found because Brooklyn nine, nine has a narrative snafu so far. So pretty much what, like three or four of the seasons have ended with, Uh, Captain Holt no longer being the captain. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like they keep going back to that. And I'm like, can you guys not do anything else? Do you not have anything like ready?
1: Well, I mean, they, I mean, they had Jake and Rosa going to prison.
0: Right. Which is great. Uh, they had Holt and Jake being in witness protection down in
1: Florida. Again, that's him becoming not the captain again. Right. But, but you know what I mean? Like there's, there's Jake going undercover
0: but it just seems like that's the same thing just a little bit different each each time they come back around the only thing they've really solidified was uh Boyle finally has this kid that he always wanted mm-hmm. and Jake and Amy are now married you know what i mean like that that's the only thing they two things that they uh, solidified um besides that Rosa has I mean, come out as gay
1: Terry got promoted to lieutenant yeah which they kind of underplayed it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, they,
0: they did. They, they go, oh, we're going to have him do that, but we're still going to have him do the same job that he's been doing. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. They, they, they do, they've done a couple of things, and I'm excited to see what the future holds. Because um, what was his last one? Captain Holt was like a crossing guard, right? Yeah. He as, had to go
1: back as, and do his beat cop. Yeah. So that was time. like,
0: that's the latest one, right? Yeah. That's what we're leading up to. Yeah. So, it's but just, I'm sure
1: he's captain by the time it he comes back, like the show comes back, he would have t- done his entire time. Oh, you think so? Yeah. That's what I think they're That's why I think the break is so long.
0: That could be I mean, that's fair. Well, the break's also long cause it was this past spring. Right. So they're doing it once a year. I really wish they, they need to get back to like the October, September timeline, but whatever. Um, But there's a lot of shows that don't have a narrative end. You know what I mean? They're they're meant to well, they want to run forever, so they just have to throw in some some drama from time to time, and you're good to go. Well, like the X Files, I love just
2: just just
0: go on this just Just, just don't just go on this journey with me, (laughs) right? The X Files. I think you can agree with me that the majority of that show is filler, right? Yeah so most of the episodes do not matter whatsoever
1: yeah but there's a story
0: not in every single episode
1: correct but they, there's this overarching story that's always there
0: correct but i feel like a lot of show, i mean what what is the story that's the most flimsy story what happened Mulder, to his sister molder needs to find out mm-hmm. what happened to his sister that's it that's what we spent what how many seasons was that eight seasons the original run
1: yeah well
0: <laughs> like what what is what 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 else do you need to know
1: man? in the 90s it didn't need to be complicated they didn't need all this bullshit in there it what didn't... was three comes three's company about was the guy gonna fuck both those chicks
0: i don't know i've never seen three's company well that was
1: essentially what the show was about was he ever gonna fuck both of them really essentially i like it...
0: i mean that sounds great uh yeah i think that's what the big bang theory is all about they're gonna see if they can bang that chick no, i'm just kidding obviously that show is terrible
1: Still talking shit.
0: It's such a bad show, man. I agree. Have you seen anything from Young Sheldon?
1: No, I don't watch that show.
0: Yeah, it's really bad. I watched an episode and I was like, "Fuck! Why did I do this? (laughs) I hate, I hate the Big Bang Theory." Mm -hmm. Um, You know what? Uh, I'm trying to think. Like, I don't know why I want to throw this in there because I'm, I'm just. All I do is you have like this thing and go, "Hey, we're gonna, we're gonna do this podcast. We're gonna talk about this, this, and this." And I'm like, "Okay, cool." But I'm gonna talk about this real quick. Have you seen the Goldbergs?
1: I have seen the show.
0: It's a good show, right? Yes. Is it still going? I believe so. Why is nobody talking about it? I don't know. That's such a great show. I just wanted to throw that out there. I really enjoy that show. I'm sorry. Thanks, man. (laughs)
1: Yeah. I'm glad you're adding to the conversation. Let's
0: hear that rebuttal, buddy. (laughs) What do you got?
1: Oh, my rebuttal? Yeah. So anyway, so the rest of the first episode of this new season of Rick and Morty that I was trying to talk (laughs) about way back when. I'm so sorry. uh, I felt like you would really enjoy because they do an edge of a tomorrow bit in it.
0: What do you mean they do an edge of tomorrow bit? So How essentially... they reset the day?
1: Kind of. So Rick has this protocol that if he ever dies, it's called his Phoenix Protocol, that there's a clone of him that he uploads his um, mind to, and it just keeps on living. But they do it in a different twist because Rick, earlier in the show, deactivated it for himself. So he goes to alternate realities of himself. So one time... He gets re- he comes back as like a crab person. The other time he comes crab back, crab people, crab. He comes back as a teddy bear. The last time, or he comes back as a shrimp. I think is one of them. And then the last one he comes back as a wasp. And like it's but all he, like,
0: but he's a sentient wasp. Like he understands. That right, he's Rick. Okay. Yeah.
1: And like there's another Rick there too that is like it's that Rick's clone that he came back in. <laughs> and so he has to talk to that Rick and try and get out of there. Like it's a whole thing. And just trying to figure it out. He ends up killing himself once just to be like, I'm done with this shit. And just moved on. And
0: just comes back, though. As something else. Yeah.
1: So, like, it was it was funny how they kind of did it.
0: So we need to watch that episode is what you're saying. Oh, yeah.
1: I'm totally down to watch oh, that episode. For sure. But
0: And I, I want to like that show. I really do. Because I love Futurama. And, again, I like Back to the Future. Very goofy, fun shows. And I'm sure Rick and Morty is great. I just... Some of the people on my Facebook that I don't like, (laughs) I
1: work with a bunch of people that are obsessed with that show. And like, you're like, you're an idiot. They tell you
0: you're not smart enough to understand the show. That shit pisses me off. I
1: understand the show just fine. My problem with it is people that are fans of the show. That's all they want to watch. It's countless times. We'll be hanging out and they're like, yo, let's put on Rick and Morty. I'm like, guys, (laughs) guys.
0: Well, it's like me with Funhouse. I I, All I did was mention it. I didn't say, I
1: mean like you're, you're right. But I mean, it's that that's your thing. You enjoy watching that show. Yeah, I mean, it's, they, they I mean enjoy it's not just strictly you. I mean, there's plenty of people that watch the show. My brother watches the damn show. Like, I know plenty of people that watch it. It's just...
0: If you guys don't know, go check out Funhouse oh on, on YouTube.
1: It's great. But... When, when, like... And this is going to a personal thing, I guess. But, like, whenever, like, I have, like, people over or I'm hanging out with anybody, I don't always go to the same shit every single fucking time to watch it.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it would definitely get annoying, especially... It's not as bad as a movie. You know what I mean? A show is not nearly as bad as a movie. Can you imagine going over to somebody's house and like, they're like, hey man, you want to watch Star Wars? You're like, no motherfucker. We've, we've literally watched all eight of them last time I was here. And they yeah, go, yeah, but, but that's how many not times, enough.
1: How many times have you and me hung out and we watched the Slam and Salmon?
0: Oh, it's a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's different, man. Um, how many I mean times that, have we seen
1: Joe Dirt together?
0: I mean, that, that I, I get it. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I understand what you're saying. But we have that kind of bond. You know what I mean? It's you don't have that bond with these other people. They just want to put on Rick and Morty and you're like, no. And you probably don't say no. You just agree. To oh, him. I've
1: gotten I've gotten angry about it a oh, couple of you? times. Like, I'm like, fucking no. We're <laughs> going to watch something else. I'm done with that. Yeah, because like, well, there's not
0: enough content, right?
1: There's so much fucking content. No, no. no but I'm oh, saying
0: how many episodes are in each season? Not that many, right?
1: I didn't even put this in my uh, my list of movies or shows. I can't even remember if it came out this year or last year.
0: It's fine. What is it?
1: It was Cobra Kai season two. Oh my god! I think it, it was came out this year. So fucking good! Like you know, they did I, an amazing job on that show. You know,
0: and you being my best friend, shout out to Luke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you being my best friend, it's funny that you were like, "Dude, you'd like this show. Just check it out." And I have not checked it out <laughs> yet. I've had like a year to check it out, and I'm just like, I don't know, man. Like, mm.
1: <laughs> I, don't, I season one was free for a little bit. I don't know if it still is or not. I don't think so.
0: Um, plus I don't watch YouTube originals anymore after,
1: uh, uh, I'm telling you it's the best YouTube original I've ever seen.
0: Well, I mean, the only other one I've tried to check out was, uh, God, what is her name? Liza. I forget her, her actual show, but Liza Koshy, she has a show mm. and I watched the first episode and I was like, this is fucking terrible. Like she's way funnier than this. this I, didn't, show I didn't care for on.
1: Rooster Teeth's original that they had, uh.
0: Uh, uh, laser whatever yeah, Laser yeah. Troop or whatever yeah, the fuck yeah. it was called Well see I only wanted to watch that Because of Garrett I can't remember his name right now um, Shit I know his name That's what pisses me off But Garrett from Superstore yeah. uh, Colton Colton something shit uh, Anyway so I think he's really funny And I want to watch it uh, I think it's Team Lasers Something like that Laser but Team or laser something team. Yeah, yeah it, it just I, I I wasn't interested in it In the slightest I was like ah yeah. nah, shit But Rooster Teeth The only thing I know from Rooster Teeth, besides the fact that they now own Funhouse full circle there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the only thing I know of Rooster Teeth is red versus blue. And even that, I watched like the first season and I was like, oh, this is funny. I did not need to see however many seasons they the put 16 out. 16 seasons that they have. They after had 16 that? seasons. Something yeah, no, like that's that. insane. Wow.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just so mm-hmm. I'm gonna give
0: a shout out to my dogs. Uh Charlie, I have uh, two chihuahuas. Charlie's a girl and Frank's a boy, but for some reason Charlie humps Frank. And it's the funniest thing. And she just did it just now in front of us. So I appreciate that, Charlie. Thank you for that visual. Get out of here. Go.
1: (laughs) So (laughs) since we've been away, are there any movies you want to talk about?
0: Um, That I've seen? Yeah. Not particularly that I can think of off the top of my head. I mean,
1: you saw It Chapter 2. We didn't get to talk about that last time. Did we not? No.
0: Oh, okay. Well, It Chapter 2 was boring as hell. Mm. So here is, I don't know, man. They did such a good job casting. I thought everybody did exactly what they needed to be to be a believable older version of the child from the first movie. The first movie, while not scary, you know what I mean. It's not like they had a couple jump scares. Like the one time I did, you see the first one? Yes. Okay. So when I did see the second one. When when he jumps out of the box in the attic space, mm-hmm. that that scared me. It was a jump scare, but it, you know it, it, it jumped a little bit. Um, <laughs> is that what they call it, jump scare? Shit, mm-hmm. I'm just joking. Um, So with the second one, they used almost the same exact scares, like almost the same exact scares. They did the same like woman in the painting, you know, the one with the long face. Um, There were some funny moments in there that weren't supposed to be funny, like naked grandma. I don't know if you saw the commercial with that one in there. Naked grandma. Yeah. So in the commercial, um, I can't remember her name right now. Beth. No shit. Something. The redheaded chick. Mm -hmm. Um, She goes to see this woman. And she's talking about how her, her grandfather used to be in the circus and, you know, she sees a picture of him and it's it, um, it's Pennywise. And, uh, you know, she's sitting there talking to her while she's in the other room making tea. Well, then you see her walk across naked, like flailing her arms across the hallway and you go, what the fuck? Like, like in the theater, people were laughing and in the commercial, it shows her come out, as naked grandma, but it shows it like the cameras like at her hip level. Mm -hmm. So you kind of see her back hip and then it sees her like chasing her down. Well, in the movie, instead of just having a naked old lady come running at her, it is a giant, like eight foot tall, naked, old witch lady, like with like one tooth hanging out, like stomping through this apartment. And it was the stupidest, I don't know what their budget was, but Mm -hmm. whoever their special effects team was sucked ass. Their, their special effects were absolutely just trash. I mean, they were really bad. Um, there was one part that was neat. Um, this head of their friend falls out of a fridge and it grows spider legs. And I think it's just because of the lighting, it looked a lot more real, like it looked grounded. Uh, they had a flashlight pointed at it and sits there and grows these legs and then like looks at them and then runs off, like scurries off. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> I was mm-hmm. like, "That that is the thing of nightmares. Um, but overall, like... Bill Hader was just roasting people like the entire movie. Um, and he was a comedian and there's like another funny part. That's like intentionally funny where he picks up this kid, this kid says something to him and it's kind of like a demented sounding thing that he says to him, but apparently it was from a stand-up special, but he doesn't write his own jokes as a comedian. So he like, he's like, what the fuck are you? And he's like shaking this kid. And he's like, dude, I'm a fan. (laughs) And it's the funniest shit in the world. And then, uh, I don't remember if that kid dies, but... Uh, you know what? He he, he does die. He s- dies super fucking hard. I totally forgot about that. Um, he's the... <laughs> uh, it just, like, opens up his mouth and just fucking, like, swallows this kid whole. Um, but the first one was a real focus on Pennywise. Mm-hmm. Like, it it showed him luring in children and stuff like that. It shows him luring in one child in this movie. Like, it was all about the, the loser club, and they kept, like, they had to show... Uh, what took so long. It's like originally the original cut for the movie apparently was like five hours long and they had to cut it down to whatever. I think it ended up being three and a half hours, something like that. They had to show each person's reaction, just like the original on TV where um, uh, the one friend that stayed in dairy to make sure it didn't come back uh, called all the friends. For some reason it has to show every single person's reaction to hearing they're like, who is this? And he's like, hey, I'm, I'm from Derry. You remember? And he goes, oh, and like Bill Hader, like throws up. um, One guy like just straight up kills himself. <laughs> like he couldn't handle it. He was like, he's like, I'm having a great life. And then he's like, do you remember it? And he's like, oh, and then the fucking kills himself. He like cuts his wrist in the bathtub. um, And I don't know. They So they showed all that, right? Mm-hmm. And then they show the adults come back and they all talk about, their experience that summer when they all broke up, like the loser club broke up their individual experience with it. And so you have to watch eight adults or I think 10, I think it's 10 people. So you had to watch 10 adults react to it and also 10 uh, younger people, same people react to it from back in the day. And I'm like, Holy fuck. It just was so drawn out. I was bored to to death. I I guess I keep getting bored. to death. I should be dead like Mm -hmm. 20 times over. But I was just really bored of the movie. I was like, man, this is not not very good. Um, so I, I was really disappointed, man. Like, Bill Hader killed it, but I definitely, like, I own it on DVD. I'm not going to be getting It Chapter 2. No? No, there's no point.
1: Like, it's, not, it's not one of those movies that you can watch over and over again and fall in love with?
0: Horror movies generally aren't, man. Can you name a horror movie that you've just seen over and over again, and you're like, fuck yeah, this is amazing.
1: Not because it's scary, but dude, yes. Dude,
0: can you imagine if you were friends with one of those people? Every time you went over their house, like, hey, man, you want to watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre? <laughs> like, that would be fucking terrible.
1: At least they want to watch Rick and Morty. The, the only horror movie, and it's not even a horror movie to me, that I can throw up there is Jason X. Because I find that movie hilarious. Dude,
0: when he... When he uh, when he's in the simulation
1: and he beats yeah. those two campers. Yeah. yeah when
0: they're like the, the one has, I think both of them had their tits out. I don't mm-hmm. know, but he like like it cuts away from him, and then it comes back and he had like zip, zipped one up in the, in the sleeping bag and mm-hmm. just starts beating the other one and shit with it. I was like, what the fuck? Like, uh, and, and so those aren't horror movies. Those are campy horror movies. Right. You know what I mean? It's like evil dead saying evil dead's a horror movie. Uh, I don't know, like, th- those have a different feeling. Like, I could watch Cult of Chucky right now with you. I'd be cool with it. You know what I mean? It's not the same. Like, I wouldn't watch Child's Play with you, because that movie legitimately scared the shit of me as a child, and I'd probably have those same memories. And I think of it like, um, like you know, you're like, why the fuck do you watch that movie? You know what I mean? Like, some nostalgic movie. That's exactly why I wouldn't watch Child's Play. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because I have that, that tormented doll in my head uh, from a kid, but watching... His movies as an adult, the op, you know the other movies, I'm not scared of it. The Leprechaun. If I watched the Leprechaun right now, I'd be scared shitless. That movie scared the fuck out of me as a kid. Not Leprechaun too, though. I saw that as an adult. I feel you. I don't know what it is, man. It's like it's the same character. I should be able to disassociate it with with my childhood trauma, but I, I can't. Yeah. Like, were there any movies uh, when you were a kid that you were just like, fuck that, I'm never gonna watch that movie again? Don't say the Little Rascals. <laughs>
1: Mm, I don't know because, like, of, of the movies that, like, honestly, the one that really scared me, and I hadn't even seen the movie, I was scared from the trailer. Jaws. I was scared of Jaws, and that was from watching the movie. I think I you're the only person. I don't then. care. Um, but honestly, it was Scream.
0: You were I, scared of Scream?
1: I was scared of Ghostface. And um, then I saw Scary Movie. Well, see, and then I lost every bit of fear I ever had of Ghostface. Right, and they mm-hmm. really ruined mm-hmm. Ghostface for yeah. that
0: series because, like, Scream Four was just—I mean—and don't get me wrong, oh, they're I love not, Scream Four. They're—they're they're not like genuine horror movies. They're, I mean, they, I love
1: uh, the series. I can watch Scream anytime.
0: Yeah, but it, it's more of like a okay, I enjoy this. It's not scary though. Mm-hmm. But when I was a kid, I never got to see those movies. Uh, scary movie was my first experience, so Scream never scared me, mm-hmm. you know, at any point in time. Because um, I think like the. Well, you know what? I might have seen Scream 1. Is which which one is it that uh what's her name gets gets stuck in a garage door? No, Scream 1. It was Scream 1. Okay, so I think I saw Scream 1. I I had a buddy named Nick back in I don't know, second or third grade. And I remember we had a sleepover at his house and a lot of parents were pissed off cuz they let us watch a movie and I believe it was Scream 1 mm-hmm. cuz I remember Uh, Drew Barrymore running across the lawn right before she got gutted.
2: Mm. But I
0: don't remember watching the whole movie because I think his dad turned it off at some point. Like He came in and was like, what the fuck are you guys watching in here? (laughs) So I believe it was Scream, but I I don't really remember it as a child. So it didn't really affect me that much.
1: Well, as for me, the only movie I got to go see on our break was uh, Zombieland 2. Zombieland Double Tap. How was it? I loved it. Um...
0: Better than the original?
1: No. no I wouldn't say that, but to be fair, I can't watch the original anymore.
0: <laughs> Is this like The Hangover, where the second one just does everything no. exactly the same? Just no, 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 no.
1: Not, not that way. Um, it's more or less, I watched Zombieland so much when it came out when I was in high school, that watching it now, I'm just bored when I watch it, because I've seen it just so much.
0: I mean, that's fair. It happens.
1: So, I, I really don't watch the first one that much anymore, but watching the second one, like... I'm so happy that they kept the characters the same. Like nobody really changed.
0: Well, Abigail Breslin grew up.
1: Yeah, she grew up. Emma uh, Emma Stone's character uh, Wichita.
0: Wichita. I was like Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. but that's mm-hmm. way off. <laughs> no.
1: Um, like they they really developed the relationship between Wichita and Columbus. So
0: this is much later, right? Yes. They, they don't. Like th- this <laughs> is now.
1: Oh, okay. So, so it's th- ten or eleven years after. So they've just been a family this whole time. Right.
0: So does he, uh, based on the trailer, Jesse Eisenberg, does he fall in love with this other chick? No. No. Okay. It just, it seems like that dumb blonde or whatever.
1: She is. And she plays her part perfectly. (laughs) I love her to death. Um, Essentially what happens there is, so they break into the White House and they live in the White House. The four of them. And then Little Rock and Wichita leave. And so Tallahassee and Columbus go to a mall that's nearby to pick up the supplies they need because they're going to move on. And they run into that girl. That girl has been living in a freezer in the mall this entire time and hasn't seen anybody. And so she's still like her normal self, but she's a little crazy now.
0: Yeah, because it's been 10 years years without talking to
1: anybody. And like, as soon as they get back to the White House with Columbus, like she, she she jumps on his bones. Does she
0: explain why... She never like went out to explore anything? She was too scared. She was just too scared. Yeah,
1: she couldn't do it.
0: I mean, same. Yeah. <laughs> if I was in that same situation, I'd be like, fuck that. I'm so safe she was, in here.
1: She was hiding there, and she was just like getting all the splash knees from the mall. So
0: was the electricity just staying on?
1: No, I don't think so. Okay. Well, I was just curious.
0: Mm. You said she was living in a freezer. I was like, so was it fucking cold in there or what?
1: No, I assume not. I mean, she was wearing a big puffy jacket, so it might, might have been. Gotcha. But... Her her part was perfect. Uh, Rosario Dawson was amazing in it. Um, they did this uh, moment with... Uh, name
0: a movie where Rosario Dawson isn't just great in it. She's great in
1: everything. She's Rosario Dawson. The Stripe? I've never seen that. Yeah, it wasn't that great of a movie. <laughs> but was um, it because of her? No. no. Yeah. Um. But no, uh, they did this awesome bit with... Uh, it was Luke Wilson and... I don't remember the other guy's name. He's... I'm not gonna remember it, but he's he was he was a real he was the main character of uh, Silicon Valley. He's always playing like some nerdy. He used to be the spokesperson for Verizon. Real nerdy guy.
0: You mean he's the spokesperson for Verizon now?
1: Yeah, I guess if he's still doing it, I yeah, don't watch TV.
0: He played uh, Dwight's cousin in The Office. Sure. He's got the long nose, skinny face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of goofy looking. Yeah. Yes, I know. Who you're so about. they did a nice
1: <laughs> spinoff where he was pretty much another version of Columbus. And Luke Wilson was another version of Tallahassee.
0: Right. I saw that in the trailer. Well,
1: like they, they went even further. Like, so you know how Columbus has his rules. Well, the other dude had commandments <laughs> and like they were comparing like where the numbers were for everything and like how important those rules were. and everything So, that.
0: so basically they did the same thing that they did in, um, in Shaun of the Dead, just more in depth mm-hmm. instead of them just walking by and like realizing they have a counterpart in another group.
1: Right. <laughs> And it it was, it was great. They did an amazing job with it. They even, um, they tackled like the idea of PC culture and how like this generation is so passive and doesn't want to be offended and everything like that. Like they tackled that whole entire idea, even
0: though it doesn't make sense now because they haven't had a real society in 10 years.
1: They have their own like commune where like every, like they don't even have guns there. It's called Babylon and they're all trying to get there and it's kind of like the same premises as the first one where they were trying to get to a place that didn't have zombies, but this one, it also like, it kind of evolved it, a little bit too, because it doesn't make
0: sense that they were trying to get to that place. Also yeah. just, just on that out there, like why would someone think that a theme park or a, you know, what is it? Uh, not a circus, a
1: amusement park.
0: I get, but like smaller scale, like one of those pop-up ones.
1: A fairground. A
0: fairgrounds. Yeah. Why do they? Why do they think that that would be a place where zombies weren't?
1: I, I don't know. But in this one, um, they also went into having different types of zombies. Um, they have.
0: So they have ones that explode and shit. No, oh. not like
1: that. It, it's more like the zombies have different personalities. So you have a Homer, which is a real dumb zombie. Like it could be spooked off. It can like just, a Homer Simpson. That's why it's named Homer. Gotcha. Um, they have another one called a Ninja where you can't even see it. They only exist at night and they will come and just grab you if they get the chance, like <laughs> kind of thing. And then the new one that they have is something that's like super resistant to bullets, just super hard to put down. And they call it a T, uh, T 800. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's funny.
1: So like they, they have like, so
0: so uh, tell me this. Why didn't you take me to see this movie?
1: Uh, I didn't know how good it was going to be a, I went with uh, my buddy Ryan to go see it.
0: I mean, that's fair, because a lot of sequels that come out several years later, when they shouldn't be coming out, you're like, oh, I don't know if no. I should watch this. But
1: Ryan was a huge fan of Zombieland, and he asked me if I wanted to go, and I was like, sure, I'd be I'd be happy to go. The one thing I was super worried about was they were going to PC out Tallahassee. They were going to make him like super not himself, not the same character that Woody Harrelson had. But Woody
0: Harrelson said, fuck, fuck that. that. And <laughs> yeah. he
1: fucking killed it. Uh, he was one of my favorites. But they really like the heart and soul of this movie was really the relationship between Little Rock and Tallahassee, like as him acting like her father and like trying to take care of her. It, it was it's really touching.
0: Was he a a Red Foreman type of father? Yes, yeah. very much so. <laughs> yeah. Very much so. I would assume so. I, I didn't know if it like maybe they'd try to make him soft as shit just yeah. for her.
1: They did go to Graceland in this one to go, uh, go visit the Elvis. king.
0: Yeah, I was like. So did Elvis come back from the dead?
1: No, he did not. Yeah, because uh,
0: in Zombieland, they don't come back from the dead, right?
1: And I, I don't want to spoil this at all. But Bill I'm, Murray's in it. Yes, he is. Is he? post credit scene. Um, probably the greatest post credit scene I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. Bill Murray. Bill it flashes back to the original zombie outbreak. And Bill Murray's doing this. I don't even remember what it was. It was like some press it was some press thing. Oh, and then okay. everybody around him was starting to turn into a zombie. And you just watch Bill go around and kill everybody. <laughs> and it is amazing.
0: Okay, so he's not back back. No. That's what I was like. I was like But eh. they
1: do reference it. Rosario Dawson references it. She's like, Yeah, don't Murray me out there. And they're like, What are you talking about? And she's like, Didn't you hear? That's how Bill Murray got off. <laughs> some idiot just shot him.
0: So <laughs> How did they? do they explain? So they just took a cross cross country trip because they were in California. Mm-hmm. They didn't they didn't show any of that. No, just I, mean, I Esse- guess essentially, in ten years you can make it across the country.
1: Essentially, they start out at the White House. I okay. mean, I think they talk about them moving around, but they 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 settled in, at the White House for a while. Fair enough. And like just and uh, Columbus even made an engagement ring for uh, Wichita with the Hope Diamond, which uh, I uh, thought was amazing. How did they get it? Who was, who was guarding it?
0: Oh, yeah, that's mm-hmm. fair. It's not in a safe?
1: It's in the Smithsonian. It's on display. We oh, go, I, literally go see it right now. Well, I know, but I mean, I if guess... We lived in Washington.
0: Yeah, but I guess they don't put it away. Mm. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, wouldn't it be put away? No. But I guess during a zombie outbreak in the middle of the day, they wouldn't be like, oh, well, we should put away the Hope Diamond before these zombies get it. Right. <laughs> that's fair enough.
1: But it was fantastic. I really loved that movie.
0: You know... In a realistic scenario, that would be, like, I would say it would be dope. You know what I mean? Like, you can just travel wherever and see whatever you want for free. But then also, I would definitely be killed first. <laughs> like, I'm not fast enough, all right? I drive a Nissan Cube, so I couldn't get away, and I could, I hit one zombie. That thing's fucking totaled.
1: All, all you got to do is just put a three on the side of it, your car will be good.
0: Oh, yeah. Absolutely, man. Just just spray paint a three on the side, go looking for Twinkies. Is he still obsessed with Twinkies? No. I was gonna say, because like 10 years, Twinkies are it
1: doesn't play a part in into it at all. Really? They didn't even mm-hmm. reference not it. Not even a
0: throwback. They're not even relying on the mm-hmm. original. They said, fuck it, we can do it without it. Probably wasn't even a financial success, to be honest with you. I'm, I'm curious. I,
1: I don't think it would it was, but
0: I don't think the first one was like a huge financial success I, mean, I
1: I really enjoyed the movie though. Like I love their universe. They built a really good universe, I think.
0: Also, if anybody, if anybody knows the creator of um Box Office Mojo. Tell them to go back to their old format because their new website sucks ass. Just mm-hmm. throwing that out there. Uh, Zombieland to Box Office Mojo. Box Office Mojo. Frank really wants to be part of this podcast, man. He's a little whiner over here. We'll wrap it up soon, buddy. No problem. All right, I'm just curious about this. Okay, well, actually, depending on how much it costs to make, it made $119 million, so that's not terrible for a comedy. But... Yeah, um, see, like you see their new. Yeah, it's like I don't know. They try to go for like an IMDb type look. It doesn't work for me at all. Oh, they like they actually break down like per day how much it made. That's kind of cool, I guess. It's still hmm. making money. Look, December eighth. Made fifty thousand dollars. Made fifty thousand dollars on December eighth. Good for it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so apparently, I can go <laughs> still. I can still go see it in theaters, but I'm sure it's somewhere. Well, I mean, the next movies that we're gonna see. So tonight. Jumanji comes out. I'm not going to get to see it tonight mm-hmm. unless Sarah's just super hyped up after work to go see it. But I doubt it. She's going to be very tired. She's very pregnant. Um, so Jumanji, Star Wars, and then one that you probably is not on your radar, but it's definitely on my radar, but Uncut Gems looks great. Uh, the new Adam Sandler movie. Mm-hmm. I think it looks fantastic. I hope that it's so good that he wins an Oscar for his role. Because it comes out this year, so it's eligible for an Oscar, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, up until December 31st. Yeah, so uh, even if it's like best supporting character. Because I don't know if he's the main character or not. Based on the trailers, it seems like he is, but I don't know. Mm. It's it a Safdie Brothers film, so I don't know. It looks It looks out there.
1: You know, this might surprise you, but there's a movie that's on my radar that I'm actually very interested to go see.
0: Which is? Cats. Are you fucking serious?
1: I am being 100% serious with Please you. Please
0: do not support that with your money. <laughs> do not let them know that you are remotely interested in seeing that. I want to see it for how bad it is, but I don't want to pay to see it. because we see, the-
1: I enjoy the idea of Cats. Yeah, but they're in however, uncanny
0: territory, uncanny valley territory with the looks.
1: However, I am not a fan that much of the music of Cats.
0: Or Taylor Swift or James Corden. Oh no, you do like Taylor
1: Swift, and I do like James Corden, and you? I like Idris Elba. See,
0: I don't think uh, James Corden's very funny. Well, see, I would watch it for Idris Elba, Judy Dench. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: There's plenty of people that are amazing actors that are going to be in it, and honestly, the animation style that they're using—it's creepy. It's, it's creepy. It's creepy. But I—I I don't find it displeasing to look at.
0: Oh no, dude, I think it looks so weird. It—it just—it's too humanoid for me. Like, you I don't think? Know. Yeah, man, it's—it's it's weird looking. I, I don't know. I, I'm just, I really like it. I want to check it out because it's one of those movies that are just so fucking like why <laughs> that I'm, I'm curious to see. Cause it could actually be good. Who knows? Mm-hmm. I doubt it. And I believe it's only like a one day release, right?
1: Uh, I don't I don't know for sure.
0: Okay, I don't I don't know. It comes out the same day as Star Wars, so I'm not going to go see it. Right. <laughs> I could say there's, tell there's you that.
1: more important things to see, but it is a movie that I would like to see. I want to see how it looks. Yes, out of And I would like to see it in theaters to see it in the best viewing experience possible.
0: Right. Uh out of pure curiosity. Well, see, and I don't want to see it in theaters, do you know why? Cuz there's going to be actual cat fans that know the songs and they're going to yeah. be singing along to the fucking songs. Now, if they had two separate showings, one sing along mm-hmm. and one just for people like me, they're like, what the fuck is this? Then yeah, I want to go see it mm-hmm. in theaters. But other than that, I'll wait for it to be on Netflix or Hulu or something like that. And I'll watch it there. Mm. But. Either way, I think, I mean, I feel pretty satisfied with today's episode. Yeah, feel like good. We,
1: feel like we covered a lot. Yeah,
0: so probably a, most. Nice to be back. Well, more. Yeah, it is. It feels really good to be back. Yeah. Um, we'll see how many times a baby cries mm-hmm. <laughs> next time. Well, actually, next time should still we should still be before the birthday, uh, uh b- the birthday. Well, mm-hmm. the birthday of <laughs> of my child. Um, so, what I'm hoping is the next episode we're gonna get to cover Star Wars. So we're going to get to talk about our, our thoughts on episode nine. We'll probably do something similar that we did to episode eight. Mm-hmm. Like as soon as we got out of the movie, give our first reaction and everything on it. So be on the lookout we didn't for do that, that for
1: one. episode eight. Yeah, we did we Did that for end game.
0: Oh, I'm retarded. You're retarded. It hasn't been that long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was two years ago. Mm-hmm. We started this podcast this year. Yeah. Um, anyway, so we will see you guys on the next episode and don't die. Oh, you stole stole it away. (laughs) Anyway, man. All right. So we will see you guys on the next episode.